0: What's going on, guys? Ciao, guys! Uh, it's the Milan guys podcast, episode eleven. Uh, the host, uh, Mike, Mike couldn't be here today. He had to work two jobs today, so he's he knows we're doing it, but he told us to do it, and he couldn't watch the game today either. So I'll give him updates later. Um, but we're live uh, with the eleventh episode of our, you know, the number one, number one. Let me repeat that one more time: number one Milan podcast. There's there's no others. It doesn't matter. Um, no, anyways, number one line podcast, and we're here. Uh, I got a few special guests today. So the first one is uh, is at, is Jurgen. Jurgen is actually uh, we made him a, an admin of our. Uh, 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 what the heck happened there? happened there? Hello. Okay, we're good. Uh, Jurgen, <clears throat> we made a new admin of our account two weeks ago, so he's one of our new admins now. Um, and we put his act there, you can give him a follow. I have him, and we also have a special guest of the show, friend of the show, Rodrigo Palomo. Rodri, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Thanks for having me, Luca. Always a pleasure.
0: Yeah, man, it's awesome. And today is a big day. Um, you know, it's it's a fun day for me and Eastie, back at San Siro. You know, our up one nothing. I get against Craiova, and came out victorious. We'll do a whole a full match recap for you guys. Um, and we'll we'll get right into it. Let me just, I'm going to tweet the link on Twitter, just on our Twitter, just to everybody tune in live and we're going to get right into it, guys. So again, huge Thursday. I know it's going to take some time to get used to uh, playing on Thursdays, but, uh, honestly, I just, I'm just so happy with, with seeing a Sunseto that has 65,000 fans in it, um, the most, the most ever, your uh, Europa League qualifier, like the the sorry, the most watched Europa League qualifier ever, um, and that's a Sancito. Obviously, Milan fans, Milanisti were uh, Europe deprived for the past four seasons, um, and yeah, sixty five thousand fans to watch the second leg against Klaová, and you know, came out victorious two nothing, could have been more, uh, but yeah, let's go for a full recap. So let's just start right off. Um, in the ninth minute. Off a corner, uh, the Caiova goalie punched it out, and uh Bonaventura kind of kind of pounced on the rebound and put it put it in the right corner with a nice celebration. He kind of blew some kisses to the fans. One of his two knees. I was really happy when he scored. I was really pumped. That kind of got the fans really jumping and going. I heard a few chants. Diaconero, eh? Um, and then. In the fifty-first minute, or we, you know, we got a few chances. We got a few chances in the first half. Uh, Niang got a shot on net. Just, you know, we had a few chances here and there. And uh, at halftime, we, it was one nothing. But I, I'm not going to ignore either. Uh, Donnarumma made a huge, decisive save. Uh, in the, I think it was like the twenty-fourth minute or something, somewhere around there. Huge save on uh, the Kroyova forward. It, it was a really nice, really nice build up by Cryova. And Donnarumma, one-on-one, like he did last game, too, really decisive. You say that with his face, but, oh, my God. And I think he's slowly moving his way into everybody's hearts again. Um, I was thinking for myself, he, he's in my heart again. Uh, and then uh, the 18-year-old Patrick Cutrone doubled our lead in the 51st minute uh, off a free kick. Ricardo Rodriguez put the ball in. Um he kinda hit one of the with defenders and, and bounced to to Cutrone right in front of the goal or right near the goal line. He kinda just pounced on it and like a poacher goal and chipped it in. Um which is good and it was really it's really good for his confidence too. Um you know, a player like him, he needs more, you know, more time. Obviously he's a raw, he's a very raw talent and he needs time to to, to develop and and we did we apparently we told uh Cotone, we told Crotone was unsellable. Uh, he's not available. So imagine imagine Kutrone playing for Kotrone. <laughs> um, anyways, let's talk let's talk about the game. So two nothing final score. Milan win three nothing getting as Cryova. The draw the draw for the next round is tomorrow. Just to remind you, so we're gonna be playing another team. We'll play another team I think it's in two weeks. Three weeks? Something like that. I think it's the twenty August twentieth week. That'd be the first leg. Um if we win that, if we win the first, second leg against whoever we play, then we'll be entered. It will be, uh, we'll be put into the Europa League group stages. So we'll have to, see to wait till tomorrow to see the draw for that. Um, let's talk about the game. Jurgen was only able to watch the first half. I had an appointment I think, for the second half. So Jurgen, what, what are your, what were your thoughts? You know, just I know you only watched forty-five minutes. So what were your thoughts? You know, build up everything, all the new players, the old players. What do you, what are you thinking?
2: Uh, I think we played uh, I think well. We played well. I can, hear myself, I can hear myself twice. What is happening, what is happening right
0: now? No, no, you're good. You're good. I, I, don't, think, I don't think we can hear you. Either. We can't hear you.
2: Okay. Like, well, anyways, you... I think we played well. Um, it was nice to see Kessie playing well again. He scored a banger, which didn't count, obviously. Yeah, didn't uh, count. really nice. was offside. But um, yeah, we, we played well. I think Locatelli did well. Uh, I think. Nyang again wasn't the best. Uh, I don't think really he has a place in the team, or at least the first team, by any means. He
0: does, I think he does it, have a place in the squad.
2: In the squad, I think maybe as a backup he might stay. But if we get like that rumored $16 sixteen million, eighteen million that Everton were willing to offer, or something like that, I would I mean, still it was take like two that. Ago. It was like two months ago, though. I know, but if we still get an offer around that range, I think I would take it. Um, uh, Cutrone didn't have the best ball control in the first half. And his mm-hmm. passing wasn't too great, but again, he's still a young talent, a raw talent, more of a poacher, uh, from what I've seen of him in the both legs end of uh, preseason. Suso yeah. looked dangerous every time he was on the ball. I think it was yeah. great to have him back. He adds a lot of danger, a lot of creativity mm-hmm. uh, when he plays.
0: For sure, it's just it's Suso's a great player, and it, and even even when he uh, he hasn't played since last season in the first team, he didn't he, he didn't skip a beat. Mr.
2: Yeah, for sure, he was right back into things. Uh, granted, it was against Romanian farmers, but okay,
0: yeah, well, you know what? Though,
2: like, <laughs> mean, game... they, they, came... they had a lot of motivation because for them, like that, it's a big yeah, opportunity. So I travel, mean, you know? they both legs they came at it like from a good approach on their standpoint. Yeah. Mean, like they wanted to win, they wanted to get an upset. Uh, oh. Good, luckily for us, we're a lot better quality than them. Uh, yeah. I also thought Conti did really well. He, yeah, Koti was first good. First half, uh, oh, Musaccio cool. did well as, uh, again, Zapata was Zapata. Um, yeah, I, then, can't,
0: I can't really pick out any players who were bad
2: today. Yeah, it was just, I think everybody was decent except for Niyang, but he wasn't, like, exceptionally bad. He just didn't really do well uh, from what I saw yeah. in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then, of yeah, course, I had that brilliant save. Amazing save. I, th- I think we could have been like three nil up in the first half, honestly, with the chances we had and with the way we were going. So, I think a two nil victory overall is a little bit uh, like of an undersell of our performance. But yeah, but uh, you know we what? We played really well from what yeah, I saw. So after was,
0: uh, the second goal, it's all kind of obvious. We kind of put the foot off the pedal a little bit. Like, there's, there's no need to to destroy it. There's like, w- there's no. If we would have won the, I guess six nothing or three nothing, there's no difference. You don't get anything better. Like it doesn't yeah. matter.
2: The point but, is to go through, so it doesn't
0: really matter. Yeah, like sport. we took Buramentura off, we took Couture, like we took guys off, like you know, we just after you seal the win, like you don't need to embarrass a team like that. Like it's just not very it's not,
1: uh, it's, it's, not, not uh,
0: it's not classy, like especially like a team like Caiova. Like it's obviously like, you know, we're even our, our substitute our substitutes are better than these guys. So uh, you know, it's just it, it was a good win all around. Uh, good management, good good coaching from Montella, good tactical tactical approach. Um Rodri, uh, what do you think? So, like we talk, kind of talked about, uh, you're going to talk about Cutrone. and he scored. He did. Uh, the stat is he's the youngest player to score, youngest Milan player to score in Europe since Pato a few years ago. What do you think about Cutrone? Like, where, does he have a spot in this in, in the squad? Well, how do you how do you think he looked today? And what do you think about the season with Cutrone?
1: I think I think he looked really good. You know, for a player his age to to play in a, an important match like this, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, mental strength and confidence, and you know, to see him, you know, pressing defense and making those, I think it's a good sign. Um, I know that, you know, obviously we all know that Milan are are, are after another striker, so should they sign someone else, it would, um, it would just make it would it would force Coutone to to fight for his spot a little more. But I think he's definitely showing that he deserves to be there, and. If he, you know, if he were to leave the club on loan, he definitely has shown that that he is the future of the club, and he deserves uh, the continuity that um, that we all want him to see uh, to have. So, um, so I think he did really good. You know, he's really young, and he's got he's got a, a nose for goal that that we've lacked um, in a long time. You know, the last um, good um, youth product forward that we had um, was, I, I think, the last one that I can think of was Simone Gans, who I thought was really good, and then. <laughs> look where he ended up I think he's oh actually God. owned by you right now. So.
0: that's funny you said that yeah, that's funny guns
1: guns I think I think he's gonna do good you know I think he, he, he's shown that he deserves a spot he deserves to at least fight for a spot and um yeah. like I was mentioning earlier if if Milan um, failed to sign another striker then I think that they that most fans would be okay with um, you know placing all our chips in, in Silva and kutronias as, as our uh, rotating options in attack. Mm-hmm. And just like just to
0: add on that six minutes ago, Sky just reported that Milan's new striker should ar- should arrive in the next fifteen to twenty days besides the Yang, Costa and Kalinic, there is also Falcao Meanwhile, Milan have ended talks for Andrea Belotti. that's from sky wow.
1: that's huge you know i I kind of expected that you know as much as as good as belotti is you know for the money that that they asked and you know i I thought it was a little too much because. You know, you're, they They were asking for a fortune and, you know, technical counterparts going the other way. So that was big for, you know, a player who's only had one good season. Not to say he's, he, he won't do it again, but I, I think that it, it wasn't it, – at this point it's not really worth investing in him if we have all these other options out there that, that can still come in and do as good a job as he would.
0: No, no, for sure. We're going to have to see, I guess – I guess their goal is just <clears throat> is to get a striker before before the transfer market ends on what, September 2nd? I think it is. Uh, something like that. Um, yeah. You know, I guess they already kind of completed the squad, the majority of the squad early, like they said. And now they're going to add that big piece. I, I think it's going to be the El Costa. Honestly, I have a feeling it's going to be Costa, and I'd be very happy with that. Um, Actually, I
2: think he's, he's the most like cost effective because Obama is going to be like, what, 70 million? Kalinic will be like what thirty million, and he's not worth thirty million whatsoever. And Diego Costa, I could see maybe like 40, 50 million if we sign him, mm-hmm. uh, or potentially less because he has no place at Chelsea. Conte doesn't yeah. want him, you know. Well, he, so.
0: Yeah, he actually he already said he's leaving. Like he already, yeah, like
2: he's on his way out of Chelsea, so I'm sure they're just trying to get money for him. Uh, I no, I think so. it'd
0: be around forty to fifty.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think 40, probably 50. He's, he's, a still, he's, a great. He's, he's a really, really good player. Like, I mean, he's got his behavior issues and all that stuff. And he gets people riled up and he gets riled up all that stuff. But when, when you have the like scoring output that he does, it, it's kind of easy to overlook that. So it's uh he'd be a great addition, I think.
0: No, yeah, for sure. I don't want to talk too much more right now. Let's get okay, let's, let's back into the match recap again. Um, so, yeah, Kuturone, we'll see what's going to happen again. He said he's unsellable, so maybe he'll be like one of those rotational guys. I mean, maybe maybe that's why we sold La I, I don't know. Maybe that's why.
2: I think La Padula wanted to be a starter. I think that's why.
0: Yeah, maybe. He deserved I guess
1: it. So. He deserved to be yeah, a
0: starter. I love, yeah, I love him. So, I I, I kind of hope he scores against us this year just to make it 2-1. Um, <laughs> no, just to make it 2-1. Just to make it 2-1. Um, anyways, um, so, you know what? What I wanted to do to... Was kind of go through, you know, what Milan's midfield looked like today and how effective it was. It just kind of makes all the difference. Um, so today we had, uh, today we have, what? we have Bonaventura, Frank Cassie, and Locatelli in Regista Spot. Locatelli replaced uh, Montolivo, thank God. Yeah. Um, so but basically, the thing the thing is here is that Montolivo obviously looked like he looked like he was like six steps slow last week. Oh, he was garbage. awful.
2: He was awful. Um, his first like
0: Locatelli comes in and, and today, in my opinion, he makes a case for being one of the men of the match. He was pretty good. uh he just he you know was pretty really calm. Distributed the ball effectively. He made a few nice tackles. Went back possession. Um, and Locatelli looked more composed. Looked more mature. To be honest, Yeah. Like, uh, aside from a few missed passes, like he was re- pretty effective, and uh, I think he's a player that's ready to be the guy behind Bilia. So Belia is that starting guy, yeah. The guy, and I think he can learn a lot from Lucas Bilia. To Lucas Bilia is a top class regista. Uh, he plays his position great. You know, he's, he's he's one of those guys who can pull the strings, right? And that's what hopefully Locatelli can be uh, one day. So, like, what do you think? Again, what do you what do you think about Locatelli's role? And again, P- clubs have wanted that we wanted to loan him apparently and stuff, but we we apparently we, we uh, deemed him unsellable as well. So, what do you you What do you what do you think? What do you think about Locatelli? And like, do you think do you agree with me? Or do you think he can play behind Delia, You know, and we're gonna play hopefully three competitions this year. So, do you think he'll get his minutes?
2: Oh, for sure, oh, he's good. he's better than Montolivo by a long shot. Long shot. He's better, he's than, better Sosa. than Sosa. <laughs> um, um,
0: well,
2: so, uh,
0: again, I don't think Sosa is reg- not a regista though. He's like an attacking midfielder.
2: Right? No, he he was just a makeshift like stopgap option yeah. because Montolivo was out, and I think we, I, I think Montella didn't want to rush Locatelli last season. Yeah, he's also and getting was, a lot of
0: minutes. He wanted, he wanted to
2: just you know, relax um, with- so, yeah, I think he's a perfect second option. He's young. He's talented. Uh, he's. I think as the backup option, he'll get a good amount of minutes to help his development. Mm-hmm. And like he's, like he's very, he's pretty good for his age. He's pretty calm for his age, composed. Mm-hmm. Uh, his passing, I still, I, I think, needs a little bit of work, but I mean, he's young, so that'll come with, you know, time, the passing and all that. Um, so yeah, I think in the first half, he did really well, I think. And I think he's a great option to have as a uh, bigly as backup.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think Locatelli is going to be a great player, and I, I did player ratings for Paul tai today for the game, and uh, I put Locatelli as like the second best behind Borotundura. I think he was really, really good, really, really effective. Um, you know, I remember a few times last season, Locatelli was kind of on the ball. I was kind of I was kind of nervous. He looked a bit nervous. You know, he only wanted to make back passes only, but he's slowly progressing and starting to move the ball forward, which is what we need, right? That's what ability does it makes him so good. Yeah. Um, but again, I'd love to see Locatelli come in the odd game. You know, get some minutes here and there, playing Copitalia, Italia, playing Europa League. You know, just or even if Beli gets you know accumulation of yellow cards, or he's injured, or he's just you know give him some rest. Um, he's uh, Locatelli's good enough to replace Belia, and and then uh, you know maybe you're even replace him in three years if Belia's contract's done.
2: I think so. I think uh, that's probably the plan.
0: Yeah, um, but you know we'll see. Uh. So after Locatelli, you know, Bonaventura, even when we bought all these players, Borussia is still the best player on the field. Um, they bought him for seven million euros.
2: Technically five,
0: five around five. Um, that goal today was nice. He just he's just so good on the ball, off the ball. He uh, just he can take on defenders. He's very calm, like very calm. Rodrigo, what do you think? Like, Bonaventura, you know he's so versatile too, right? He can play in the field and play left wing. Do you think that, like, is he gonna be like, is he gonna be still gonna be the guy with all these new signings? I think he is. I honestly, I think he is. I still think he's the best player
1: on the team. I think I, I don't think his role is gonna change at all because, in my opinion, he he's more of the engine of the team. <laughs> with all the new additions, you know. all the additions in in midfield and, and all the foreign players that joined, uh, you know, they're going to be looking to him to take, to, you know, to, they're going to rely on him to, you know, to, to dictate the the flow of the game when the going gets tough. And, Mm -hmm. and I think he's going to be perfect at that. And, you know, with with the same as, as the other players on the team, he's only going to get better with more, with more quality around him. And I think he showed that today, you know, it was great to see him get back, on the score sheet you can tell he he, it had been a long time coming for him just for sure based on how he celebrated so yeah i think i don't think his role is going to change at all i think he's only going to get better he's going to benefit from from the quality around him so i i I expect him to to have another good year and um hopefully he um he can stay consistent and, and injury free like um because that wasn't the case the past few seasons, but obviously with with the depth that, that Milan had brought in in the midfield and in attack, the then he should be able to, you know, play more comfortable, play with a little less pressure, and you know, consequently um, affect the game uh, in a better way for us. Yeah, he got really
0: unlucky though last year that injury it was barely nothing, I and mean, we thought I mean, he actually walked off the field by himself, and then and then he uh, and, and we we find out that he's out for the year. So that's just kind of. And that's, uh, I guess, unlucky. Um, but, you know, just, just going with, with Portaventura, again, He's, in, I, I, think, I think if we go with a 4-3-3, I, I think he, he stays in the midfield with, with Kalinaglu going on the left wing. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, again, we don't really know because there's so many rumors of what our formation is going to be. I truly think that Montella still goes with his, his 4-3-3 because that's what he likes, that's what he does. That's, that's his formation um and i guess can aglu he did look pretty like we actually today we switched from a, when can aglu subbed on for Suzo, we went to a 4231 i
1: think i think that's going to be the the scheme that uh that montella's going to prefer if we're playing a back four cuz i don't know if you think about it if you play a 433 on the pitch that can translate to a 4231 easily just based on how you know how much you're dominating the game so i think i think that's what he's going to opt for um, more often than not, um, although I obviously all, we all want to see a three-five-two, which I think at some point he's going to try on that, you know on important games and must-win games against tough opponents. So no, for sure, it's going to be, going to be interesting to see. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, I totally agree. Um,
0: I, I, with a four-two-three-one, it actually gives if you go with a four-two-three-one with uh, with Cassie and uh, and Bilia as a two, and then you put Bonaventura out wide. On the left, with with Kalanoglu as like a, as a ten, which is a natural position, um, with Suzo with Andre Silva up top. i right? have in a very dangerous lineup, um, and it kind of it just kind of gives more room for for players like Bonaventure. even Suzo, too. Just more room, you know. Kessie and Vilia can kind of roam together and kind of play off of each other. Uh, I, don't know, I think it'd be a very good idea. Um, Honestly, I want – like, I did some player ratings too, guys. I, I want to go – like, the last – like, obviously last midfielder. And Frank Kessie, I kind of said it before, but he's something that we've lacked in the midfield for a very long time. Just Kessie, I don't even know. I could, I, it's really hard to explain. <clears throat> it's hard to explain why he's so effective, but he's just – he's a tank. He's a like he doesn't get pushed off the ball. When he has possession, he doesn't lose it ever. But he's not he's not like he's not like an Ngolo Kanté or something who doesn't, you know, who doesn't have like great, you know, skills on the ball. But he's creative. He he made a few decisive passes. I remember on the on the counter today, he made a nice a nice pass to Ricardo Rodriguez and he always he looks, he's creative. And I'm, I was thinking about it today. I'm I'm really finding it hard to compare Cassie to any other players around Europe or the world, Jurgen or Rodrigo, Jurgen first. Do you, do you know any players that compare to Cassie and Kisson only 20 years old? We think,
2: but Kisson so, is 20
0: years old. So like, what do you, is there any players that even compare
2: to him? He's uh, he's kind of similar to Kuchka in a way. Uh, I think somebody said it last podcast. I think it was Fede. Um, he is a little bit because he's like that strong guy. He's you know, and he tracks back and he goes forward. He can go both ways, but he's younger and better. Um, but he's just, I'm really impressed by how well rounded he is because he's like, he's very good in multiple aspects of his game. And for his age, which, you know, for all we know, he could be 35. We never know. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think for his, for being like, well, he's 20 years old, right? He's Officially 20, 20 years old? 20, yeah. On paper, uh, for on paper, for uh, for his age, I think the how well rounded he is is really astounding. I'm I can't really think of anybody at his age that well rounded. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not yeah. sure. Like the closest comparison is like a younger, better Kuchka, I guess. But yeah, like, I guess with so. even like, more.
0: But like he's a tank and he's aggressive, but he also has uh, attacking awareness. He's creative. He's creative yeah. He's I don't know. He is really good. He is very good on the ball. Like, I, I, again, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of a player he reminds me of. Like I don't, I don't like
1: to, I don't like to compare anyone. Oh, you don't. Anyone's going to become to like a legend, but I have to make an exception for for Kessie. I think he reminds me a little bit of a mini if You know he really on the pitch, and he has. I don't know. I feel like the way he plays just. Kind everyone else feeds off of that just the fact that he's everywhere and he and you know he he uses his body so well and he always makes the right decision Mm. and you never feel like he's overdoing anything on any side of the pitch so and you know he's only 20 years old he's obviously knows the league and he's aggressive and the fact that you know he doesn't seem to be faced off by by challenges or by whoever he's facing like when he Mm. faced byron i thought he was incredible and obviously in our uh, in our game last week in uh uh, in Romania I think I thought he was really good. So, you know, yeah. like I said, I don't I don't like to say oh he's gonna become the next Sator for this other name, but I think that he's gonna take on a role that, that he used and like and what um what what we you guys were talking about, uh, about. I think yeah, I think no, he I, exactly it, to him so yeah, yeah
0: he's got kind of, um okay yeah no exactly it makes sense but um yeah no Cass is gonna be a player that uh that Cassie, guess he's gonna be a player that's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna be consistent for a long time, I think. I know he's only twenty years old, but uh just so strong on the on and off the ball and his movement too off the ball is uh is very effective. And and like you kinda of said, Roger, you said that uh like players kind of feed off of him. Um and you're you're right, that's kind of a really good way to put it because he's depending on who he's playing with, right? He has to be, if he's playing with uh if Cassie was playing with Kuchka and you know, like tractors and stuff like that. Like big tractors, like that. Maybe he wouldn't look as great, but if he's, you know, with really creative guys who can take on defenders like Borbentuda can, he's so effective. And he's a player that many uh, European teams wanted. And and we actually we won that we won the battle for him. So
2: now I think he's kind of similar to Vidal in a way.
0: You think Vidal? That's actually that's actually not even a bad comparison. Vidal. Yeah, he's man. good that's defensively. He's
2: good offensively. He's good physically, everything. He's a great box-to-box player and he's, he's kind of similar to Vidal, I think.
0: Mhm, that's actually a good. I I thought that's a really good comparison actually. Um uh, I th-
2: right. I think our 20 million obligation will turn out to be a bargain for him. I think he could go on to be like one of the best players of his generation maybe if he continues on mm-hmm. the way he is. Like, um, for his age he's very good.
0: Well, oh, for sure there's not many midfielders that are 20 years old that I because it is, it is, when he plays, he looks like he's, like, 20, 28. He looks like he's been around, you know?
2: Yeah, he's very composed, yeah. he's um, very. He, he lets off this, like, aura of being more experienced than he is. Mm-hmm. So it's,
0: and it's just kind of weird like that. Like, he just looks like – yeah, he just looks composed. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He just looks like he's experienced it all and he's been there for a long time. And. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, – it, it's good, though. Like, it's, it's a player that we need and uh, – and a player that, again, like I said a few minutes ago, like he's just so effective everywhere on the pitch, and he's effective in almost every situation. If he's good all around, and you know those good those players who are good all around is huge.
1: Um,
0: let's let's, let's talk about. I wanted I wanted to just kind of chime in about about Niang, and I think Niang. I don't know. I think Niang is a player that. Is, I don't know. It's just hard to, it's honestly, uh, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to, like, to say what Niang is. I don't know. He's a player that I think has potential and he's not a winger. He's, I never, he's not a winger. He's a striker. He's a, he's a forward. He's in the middle. He's, a, he's a physical beast, right? He's big. He's strong. He's tall. Like, he just, and he's fast. And he's, I think he's a player that would be so much better than the middle. And we, we saw that when he played when under Mihalovic, when Niang played with Baca, he had like five goals, five assists in like their eighteen games. That's pretty good, like or eighteen appearances. That's pretty good. Like Roger, I'll go with you first. What do you think? Won Niang? Like does he have a place in this team? And I know it's a big argument. Not not many people like Niang. Like today, he had a few chances to score. He almost scored. So like, what do you think?
1: I think I think he can have a place. Uh, I don't know if, if it's the place that that he would want to have on the team, but you know, with with Milan. Um, playing about three or three competitions, not officially, but it seems like they're heading in that way. With three competitions, you know, with injuries, suspensions, and just rotations in general, I think he can find a role that that can benefit him and the team in the right way. Um, I think his problem has always been his uh, his mental attributes. I think that he's he's weak mentally, and and sometimes he you know he lacks that that um that's the smart decision-making that you want to see in a player in the, in the final third. But, you know, a lot of things can change with, with all the quality that we brought in. Obviously the, the, the locker room is is growing in confidence. You know, there's, there's different kind of leadership on the team. There isn't so much neg- the, the negativity that, that had been surrounded the team the past few years. We can say that is no longer there without, with all the, all the quality players they've, they've brought in. So it, I think if Nian can, Kind of fix his mentality in 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 a way, and in, and in, in essentially you know realize, hey, I'm I'm not, maybe a starter. I'm not I'm not good enough to be a starter right now, but he can become a huge option for us uh, off the bench. You know he's he, he knows the team. He's played in the league a lot, so if if he's willing to uh, to take on a on a more ro- rotating role or you know less less a less protagonist uh, role, then I think I think he can be very useful you know he's fast he can score he's strong and you know if he can if he can feed off of the uh, the mentality and and the quality of, of, of all the other players around him then I think he can become important but I I don't think that Milan would uh would would reject a a good offer for him if, if it's around 15 or 18 million I think I think they should ship him if if that offer arrives but if he were to stay and if he can acclimate to a to a uh, roll off the bench, then I think he can he can be important and, and add, the, add a lot of depth. No, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I just – I don't know. Um,
0: Juergen, what are your thoughts on, on Niang? I, I know we've talked about this before, and I think you agree with me. He's, a, he's not a winger either. He's not. He's not a winger. He doesn't have the dribbling ability to be a winger. But we were talking about it like earlier in the show. What Do you think – like, you know, having Niang off the bench, if he's willing to take that role, which he might be, that's pretty like that's better than what most teams have off the bench as a wing, no?
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that he's not a winger. He's he's more of that second striker because he's not a striker no, either. He's, he's not a really a target man. He doesn't have
0: the Italian term. He's a secondary striker who who actually who plays behind the main striker. Yeah,
2: because he he flourished in that role under Mihailovic with Baca. Like he he flourished in that role, but when you move him back out wide, his first touch isn't the best. Um, and he has pretty bad decision-making most of the time, Um, I think off the bench, he would be an okay option to have as our backup uh, winger. Um, I I expect Celanoglu to be our starting left winger unless we sign somebody else, uh, which I'm not sure if we still are after Keita or anything like that. Um, Like I I would actually still welcome Keita. uh, Keita Balde, I should say, not Nabi Keita. He's probably nice attainable that. <laughs> but kid about I think if if it was like he, if he was still available i would still buy him because he's a good option to have um but yeah as a backup option as a bench option he could get you know minutes off the bench minutes in the Copa Italia stuff like that I think neong would be decent if he's willing to stay as a backup if he's expecting to start i don't think there's any room for him mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, he's still young too. Like, you know, he could all of a sudden just something could click and he could just become insane. So you never know. Um, but I think right now he's a, a bench-level player for us. Um, anything above $15 million, I think we would probably accept. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so just uh, some breaking news here. And Faustano had just said this. Um, he said in Italian, but I'll translate it. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, I missed reports today again. More reports about the bank bonds. Um, that yeah, the, the bank bonds aren't going to come, and uh, you know, and Bonucci and Bilia cannot play until they come in. Apparently, Milan were rejected um, when when they asked a certain bank another bank for it. I don't I don't know. Um, so basically, Fasona just said. Um, I don't think there's a single city at club that has deposited their bank bonds yet. The deadline's August 11th, uh, and he basically said the fans can relax and do not be scared. Like uh, Bonucci and Bilia will play, will play very soon. There's no problem. Nessun problema. Problemi. What do you say? I have to get the direct call. Um, I just quoted it on Twitter. For you guys follow me, I just quoted it. From from Antonio Vitello, he just quoted it. Yeah, nessun problema. So no problem. They're going to play as soon as they're going to play very soon. No problem. Don't don't read the reports. Uh, the reports that say that Bonucci and Billy aren't going to play they're going to go back to the other clubs or whatever. They're, if you go on the City Ass site, they're deposited. Uh, they're, they're actually deposited as transfers. Uh, and and Montella at the game also said Bonucci and Belia will certainly be on the pitch. Uh, will certainly play the next match, next competitive match. And Mina's next competitive match, I believe, is well. They play a friendly on the ninth against Rio Betis. But I believe our next, our first official match probably will, would be on the twenty-first against they'd be the first game of the city last season. Am I correct?ly If I'm wrong, is it is that the yeah, first, it's next first game? So when, and the Europa League draws tomorrow. But when could that? When will that game be? Do we know it'd be that week, right? It'd be it be that week, right?
1: I heard that I heard that Milan would ask um the uh would ask the Lega to uh to move it to the 21st or 22nd so that no, to, to, to those, sir, sorry. Up...
0: they want to move it to the 20th, the Sunday, because right now it's on the Monday, so they, right, want to, yeah. they want to move it to the Sunday because we we might play that
1: Thursday. Exactly. So I I think it will happen. I mean I, I don't see why not, but. Um, regardless, it's going to be – it should be a win at, uh, at Cotrone.
0: Yeah, I know. Exactly. But, you know, we just – the fans
1: want – even me,
0: I want Bonucci and Bilia there just so, you know, all these stupid reports can, uh, can, can go away. But I just, you know, again, even Milan M- M- and I just quoted it. Milan fans can stay calm. Bonucci and Bilia will play as soon as possible. There are absolutely no problems. So, I mean, what so someone is not going to say this. If 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 there's something wrong, you know what I mean. He'd say, you know, we'll see. Like he, again, he he's not going to say there is problems, but he's not. He he seems really confident. And and no no reliable source, Sky, no newspaper has reported this. Remember this. So, and like masonia said, no city Athens have deposited their their bonds yet or whatever. I've, I've deposited, what is it? He said. I don't think any city attendees had deposited their bank bonds yet. Deadline's August 11th. Today's August 3rd. So, August 11th is next Friday. Anyways, uh, Fasoy also just said that Ibra and Falcao are also names that we are evaluating the strength in our attack. There are five to six names. So, the five to six names could be Ibra, Falcao, Costa, Abamiang, Kalinich. That's five. The sixth, I have no idea.
2: Either we're still in for Belotti or it's just a secret name. No, no,
0: no. no. Belotti's done. I think... Uh,
2: I, I don't think we're in for Belotti, but I'm maybe they're still trying to do something. I doubt it, though. I, Cairo's not going to sell for under the release clause, so...
0: No, he's, he obviously, he's obviously being uh, very tough in negotiations, so... Um, you know, and it's just not even worth it right now, so...
2: Yeah, 100 million is reserved for like the top tier players in the world and Bellati isn't that yet. I think that's like common knowledge.
0: Yeah. Um you will see uh, w- out of those players, what would you want? Who would you want?
2: Uh out of the yeah, ones think, right, probably the Costa and Ibra for me.
0: Ibra for free. Ibra be free. So
2: Well, Ibra like he would the thing with Ibra is he's a leader on and off the pitch, so I think he would be really good to develop uh, both Andre Silva and Cutrone. And yeah. he's still, like, I'm I'm sure he would still be a starter for us, possibly, like, mm-hmm. depending on Andre Silva's form up until January. Like, I think when he's fit again, he's probably still got the quality to be a starter. Rodrigo, what about you? So,
1: I think uh, I agree. I think either one of Ibra and Costa would, would help. I, I, I would personally like Costa because he's in his prime and, You know he's kind of ferocious and aggressive. Only permanent though,
0: only permanent, no loan. Yeah,
1: well, I I would take him on a loan for one year. Really? If it means means we don't pay anything, absolutely, because he can he can you know play his play his heart. Oh no, if we don't have to pay anything, it's a free loan. Yeah, I mean I would pay if if we paid like under ten million for a one year loan for one of the best strikers in the Premier League who's in his prime, I would be okay. But also I wouldn't mind having Ibra. I think that uh you know. He, he would be imagine Cutrone and Silva playing with him and you know, training with him. It would be huge for their development as we were just mentioning. And um and I think he'd be good, you know, maybe because he's getting up there in age he would also be more open to, you know, to allowing Cutrone and, and Silva to have more space, which would only benefit their development more. So I think either one of those would be good. Um in the end I think I think they're gonna try and get Costa. I think he's the the better option, he's, you know, he, he's on his way out of Chelsea, so I think that yeah, should be... Like,
0: Conte doesn't want him, so... Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I want I want Costa, but, you know, there's a lot of hate with Kalinic, but what happens if we just get Kalinic? I mean, like... That it would so be either, it 30 be. mil,
2: if we get Kalinic.
0: No, it won't be 30 million. I gotta I assure you, it won't be 30 million for Kalinic.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it would be either, but it, it wouldn't be a bad idea, too, and if we get him, that yeah. means that... Uh, that means that Silva becomes more of a protagonist, and you know, if we were to get someone like Ibra Cosa Costa, that just, you know, makes Silva and Kutrone have to fight for their spot more. But all in all, I don't think, I, regardless of who they sign, whether it's uh, Kalinic, whether it's Falcao, or you know, anyone, I, they're all gonna come and, and they're gonna they're gonna benefit Milan and the attack's just gonna get better. So, no, yeah, um, I think sure. I think at this point the the front office is just trying to get one for for the right price and, and not overpay for anyone.
0: Mm-hmm. no it's for sure and it should be really interesting again even though the games are all starting now you know the Mercato will be uh, the Mercato will be still so interesting on the side oh it's only getting started man
2: yeah well, but, I, I think the Mercato is about to get like insane because the Neymar yes. transfer is going to like cause a big chain I think
1: yeah I just set it off exactly hey, my question is
0: like Nikita Fasuko just tweeted what do we think of Falcao everybody's tweeted garbage Falcao's not garbage
2: He's not garbage, but I think he's probably too old and a bit too injury-prone for what we want to do. Um, then again, Ibra is old, but I think Ibra is a lot higher of a level than Falcao is.
0: Mm-hmm. At
2: the same what if time?
0: cheap,
2: though?
0: Uh, if his wages
2: are still insane, I think. He's only 31, he's only 31 years old. His wages are probably still insane though. I don't know.
1: I don't know. How, I don't know how I'd feel about wasting our, our non-European spot on him.
2: Oh, know. that's true as well.
1: I, yeah, I think he. You For know, he, he just well. he, he just started finding his feet though. You know, like the year before he was terrible. So mm-hmm. I think if if you're Falcao, you know his, his his best option would be to just stay at Monaco where he had a great year last year have one more year you know it's a year before the world cup or so uh, every player just needs minutes and they, they need continuity and consistency so i think he would be better off staying there if he comes then it, again I, I it wouldn't be the end of the world because he's not a good enough striker to where you 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 have to field them every match you know and start him every match so i think that um, if he were to join, then you know, like like I was saying before, Silva and Kutronik would still have, you know, would still be able to play a part in the team. So it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And you know, regardless of who comes in attack, we have two young great options behind them in the pecking order. So it's 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 good to see that uh, that oh, we have
2: exactly. Well, I, yeah, is, I doubt he'd even be available because I think Mbappe is probably on his way out now.
0: I don't, I'm yeah, not exactly. I don't, know. I don't know if that's true or not.
2: Well, because apparently he asked is. to leave, and Barca needed a replacement right. for Neymar, so
0: imagine maybe Mbappe.
2: I don't. Th- I don't think I'd pay 140 million for him though. Like that's what the quoted price is. Like that's insane.
0: He had one good season.
2: He's 18.
0: Yeah, he's 18. He had a good. season. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the it, the the prices are just insane this year. You know, oh, the, yeah. it's crazy. for that much, um, you know, and Cristiano Ronaldo for eighty million back in two thousand nine was a steal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Anyways, let's 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 chat. You know, just quickly. Um, Donnarumma, you know, made an amazing save today. Even Cryova's coach said that uh, Donnarumma was was a uh, you know was decisive in both games. And I think he's kind of right, because he made a huge save one-on-one in Romania. He made another huge save one-on-one today. Do you think he is... uh He's kind of... He's in he's in the hearts of Milanese. Because like, the, the fans loved him today. They were giving him everything. Every time we score, he celebrates. Are, is he back in Milanese hearts?
2: I think he's on his way there. I think a lot of people probably still feel hurt by the whole situation. Um... And, like, we, truthfully, we don't know what actually happened. Like, I'd like to believe he is a Milanista. I think he's one of us, and I'd, I'd like to believe so. But this whole thing could have just been him asking to leave, and then he put riola under fire to cover his tracks. Like, we really don't know. Um, like I said, I think he is one of us, and I hope he is. But I we just, don't know what's going to really happen. I think he's one of us. I think he is. I, I just, I really you never know these days, right? So, But, yeah, I think he's on his way back. I mean, two crucial saves in his first two games back. That's pretty good. And he's – like I said it before he wanted to leave or quote-unquote he wanted to leave. Raola wanted him to leave, whatever. I said it during and I'll say now he's genuinely – I believe he's one of the top ten goalkeepers in the world. Top and that's ten? Like, Without doubt. Top five. Top ten, easy. Top five, top five, I think. He was better than Buffon yeah. last year, man. In the Serie A, he, he's he was better. better he was better than a lot of goalies last year. Yeah, like I mean he still has his little mistakes that he makes. He's not the best near post and with his feet he's not sorted yet, but, yeah, but the you know, man's he, 18. He actually, he actually looked much better with his feet today. Oh no, he was good today with his feet, I think.
1: I think I think Milan just in general I don't, there was a sequence today where they they pressed they pressed the defense really high up on the pitch and I think it was Cancelo yeah. who started it and Yeah, he with started. the shoulder?
0: Was it with the shoulder?
1: Yeah, but there was just yeah. a, the the way Mil- I don't I don't I think Musaki is another underrated signing but
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: so calm on the ball. Last year we had Paletta who wasn't bad but you know it was a lot of long balls and you know yeah. I think I, I like how Musaki plays very vertical and you know all that translates to everyone else, you know. Like, I I think that the the style that Milan are playing now they're only going to be better. You know, obviously Montella possesses or uh, prefers a procession based style, but it'll be good and, and with with Donnarumma, I think I think little by little he he's gonna he's gonna win everyone's heart back. Today when he when he jumped on the pitch, I don't know if you guys read a tweet that everyone clapped for him. You know, yeah. Was, and they no said his name. Yeah. So you know you have to understand that the kid was eighteen and he probably he probably didn't handle it right. But you know,
0: honestly, you know, but like I'm here's the thing that he was in Poland the whole time. He never actually said anything in the media, so maybe he was maybe he was all his agent. We don't know.
1: I think so. I think that he didn't handle it correctly. I think that he was just under a lot of pressure and in, yeah. under a lot of stress when he decided not to negotiate. But yeah. I believe 100% that his intention was to always stay. And, you know, it, it showed in the fact that he signed. so
0: Yeah, well, the only thing is that, like, the only thing he really said was, so you so sempre.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That became a meme on me on Twitter. So that was great.
0: I love it. I'm going to get tattooed on me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly? It wouldn't even be that bad. Like, if someone got it, like, a random person, got sleuth, like sleuth, it's not even that bad of a tattoo idea.
1: Maybe 10 years from now, it'll be a big, big quote.
0: If you're a positive person, you want to get Sluice Like always smile. Like, it's not that bad.
2: Like, it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention one thing about uh, Musaccio because we were talking about him. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, how he was an underrated transfer. I feel sorry for him in a way because the Bonucci thing came out of nowhere. And I think he might get hard done by it because no, I think I Montella I think will he, stick he, with the four at the back.
0: I think Romagnoli's dead. I truly think he's not coming back for a long time. I think he's
1: injured.
2: I think he doesn't have to have surgery, I think. That was the news recently.
1: Yeah, mm, which means they're right? probably just going to... I think Musaccio
2: will play until Romagnoli's back, but I think if Montella sticks with the four at the back, I think Musaccio is the one who has t- who's going to be on the bench because Romagnoli... Like, he's was, he was solid and he's young and he needs that playing time and he adds a lot to our game. And that, But, you know, Musacchio does as well. And Bonucci, he's not going get, to get benched. He's probably top five yeah. center backs in the world. So that's yeah, not happening.
0: Yeah. But here's so it's. Thing, um, here's the thing say, if Romagnoli comes back at the end of August and, and Musacchio's playing great and the team's playing great, Montella's not taking Musacchio
2: out. I, th- I think he'll do a three at the back if Musacchio no. continues so the way he is. You?
0: When it's not, when it ain't broke, you don't fix it. That's how it is. Don't fix it. If it's working with Musacchio, Bonucci, for example, yeah. if it's
1: working, Musacchio's the path that you keep it. That's how it yeah. is. That's how you do it. I it, think it, I, I think defensively, Milan are in a great spot. If you look oh, at all for the sure. teams that that you know they have succeeded in Europe like Real Madrid, you know, Bayern, Munich, all those they, they all you need you need depth to succeed. And having Romagnoli and Musacio fighting for, for a spot in the back, it's huge. You know, we're playing three competitions. At some point someone's gonna get a red card, a yellow card's gonna get a small injury. Oh yeah, or injury or even off,
0: or even tired
1: exactly and that's and that's when you know rotating in either romagnoli or, or Musaccio is going to be it's going to come in huge you know this i think having Musaccio and bonucci is going to be perfect you know it's going to not romagnoli can you know he can take time on his recovery he doesn't have to risk you know yeah. getting getting playing time only to be worse and i, I think he'll be fine you know i, I it's kind of scary just to say that he that that he didn't need surgery because Maybe the surgery would have been better, and hopefully it's not something that gets worse. But I think I, I think he'll be okay. I don't think I think Montella. I think it's a great problem to have. You know, if one defends, one defender's not working, you have another one. And, and vice oh versa. yeah, another
0: so, one that's right there and available. So, and it's, yeah, wow. so,
1: yeah, I I wouldn't be too worried about Romagnoli. If if he comes back later on in the year, he'll come back and, and he'll pick up right where he left off. And if that doesn't work, then we have another, you know, borderline world class defender in Musaki who's who can help just as much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly. And I think Musaccio, I mean, for the price we bought him at, people, people like didn't. Again, it's under. It's an underrated sign because he was part of. Uh, he was part of one of the best defenses in, in in La Liga in La Yeah, second
1: best defense. Yeah.
0: So, you know, he's a player that he's looked. He's looked. He's probably our best player last week. Sorry, excuse me. And he was one of the best. Like, there's this basically. Sorry, hiccups. Basically, um, there was no, there is, there is no, funny business happening near him.
2: Um, yeah, he's really solid and he's really calm, like which it, is what
0: yeah. I like. As, and that's why I like, like it's a guy that, uh, a guy that basically, that basically he he's you know he's quiet, like he's not he's just quiet guy does his job on the field and that's it. And that's kind of one of those guys, right? Like it's one of those guys who. And he's actually a, he's actually small for a defender. He's not very big. He is, but he's very agile, which which yep. is pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. agile. He's pretty quick too. Like he's not and, like and light the, and fast. But
0: and like, last weekend, this week, he's had a few attempts at goal with his head. I noticed.
2: I, th- <laughs> I think he could be like one. Like the fee we got him for eighteen million. It's I nothing. think that's going to turn out to be a bargain. I think the eighteen million for, for a, Rodriguez for defender, is going to.
0: For a defender, being twenty-six, you're young. Uh, yeah, defenders a, and goalkeepers play a, longer a lot. Than defenders anybody. don't develop until you know a couple of years. Um, you know,
1: I mean, Bonucci is a perfect example. He's at his best, and he's thirty.
0: Yeah, and people need to need need to understand that uh, that at thirty you can still be a great defender. Look at Barzagli. Look at yeah, Barzagli,
2: Almost like he has one foot in the retirement home, and he's yeah, still pretty he's still, good. So.
0: He's still one of the best offenders in my opinion, in my eyes. So you, you think about it. He sent a five-year contract. After a five-year contract, guaranteed, he's still good. Eddie, you don't have to be fast to be good. People need to understand that
2: positioning is the most important thing in reading position, the game.
0: Really you, you have to be able to see. You have to be able. to be one step ahead, right, of everything else. And that's kind of how you, how you can be what separates the good players from the great players, right? And and uh, I don't know. It's just we'll see, and it's gonna be a great sign. I can't wait to uh, uh, I can't wait to see them to see them play, which is gonna be happening very soon. Yeah. They're, they're gonna be playing our next competitive match because they'll probably play in our friendly next week, and they'll play in our next competitive match because Fasoni said they are, and Montella said they are, so they're playing. Yeah. Like, do not understand when their bank when the bank bank deposited, We're not gonna know about it. We're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna know about it. We're like, we're not. We're not we're not going to know about that. They're not going to announce... Like, the Milan on Twitter account website is not going to announce, oh, uh, Bonucci and Bilia bonds deposit. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, no. they already... Well, I mean, they're, they're
2: already registered for the Serie A, aren't yeah,
0: they? Yeah. Go, go on the Serie A website. I literally just did it again today. Go on the Serie A website, go to our team. They're there. They're registered. They're there. There's no issues. People are just trying to... They're trying to. People who having, don't know about
2: how, how financial structures work are trying to pick apart our financial structures, no, exactly, and it's kind of and,
0: and, and, and look at Pelota—he tried to pick apart our financial structure, and Fasone it literally ended him.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, man. That was like oh, I woke yeah. up to that. I was like, damn, he just got roasted, man.
0: Yeah, he got, he got roasted. It was terrible. I don't know if he, oh, both of you guys saw that, but I read it, and I'm like, wow, like Pelota looked like a complete idiot.
2: He apologized after, too. Um, he took a massive Yeah, he took
0: yeah, a huge um, <laughs> talk, uh, I, I wanted to talk about our fullbacks, too.
2: Oh, do Man. you mind if I say one more thing about the centerbacks? Yeah, backs? go ahead, sure. I think if you look at Real Madrid last season, they had Ramos, Pepe, and Varane, three great centerbacks all at once, and they had Nacho on the bench. and like That's kind of like us having Romagnoli, uh, Bonucci, Musaccio, and then Gomez on the bench. It's kind of like a similar type situation. Obviously, other than Bonucci, our defenders aren't as good as you know Pepe and Ramos and uh, Varane. But I think it's it's good to have like you don't want to rotate the defense too much because you need them to gel. But it's good to have options for those like because defenders are likely to get yellow cards and get suspension stuff like that. Mm. So with three competitions, hopefully. It's nice to have options for sure. So I no, think, yeah, I agree. Like, it's a good yeah, problem to have that we have too many good defenders. So, like, a few no, years no, ago, we were choosing no. between Mexas and Zapata, man. It's, uh, oh, God. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah, no, I don't,
0: uh, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, let's, 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 I just want to talk about fullbacks. This fullback is always a huge thing. And you look at the best teams in the world, they all have good fullbacks who are able to get up and down in the play. Yeah. Um, Look at Real Madrid, and uh, and you look at Real Madrid, and they have Carvajal and Marcelo. And you look at how they dominated Juventus; they they dominated them in the in the Champions League final. And a lot came from, a lot came from their fullbacks. And all, all, I think almost all their goals, the one that Modric set up, came from the
2: fullbacks, from like from from wide out. Oh yeah, Carvajal was instrumental. He assisted yeah, Ronaldo yeah. directly, and then he yeah. played in Modric for that one.
0: Nowadays, yeah, I think Marcelo
2: was- assisted assisted Asensio like it was yeah, a yeah. master class.
0: Asensio, <laughs> Efinita, Asensio. Did you guys see the picture of the, of the Milan fans? Yeah, the guys, the guys with the with the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, they literally yes. had Asensio 4-1 <laughs> Efinita at the bottom. <laughs> That's literally the most banter. That's awesome. Like I always cheer my even like my friends are even fans. I always say Asensio. Yeah, I literally tweeted it. I, I think I tweeted. I said, if a UFN ever, if a UFN ever chirps, just just uh, respond to them with this. And I put the GIF of a sentence here. Let me try to find it real quick. Um, while I'm trying to find it, honestly, and let's talk about. And Wally just Wally just tweeted at me saying, "Talk about Kafu and how he's the Kafu. Talk about Conti and how he's the white Kafu." Oh. Honestly, Conti looked unreal today. Uh, he looked. He was terrific. Uh, you know, he. Just up and down the field. Him and Ricardo Rodriguez. And, and just up and down the field for for the whole match. Just they just look so good. And, and so calm on the ball. and They just look like they know exactly what the hell they're doing. And it's just so different from having DeShitlio and stuff like that. And It's just so, so <laughs> different. Like, What do you think, Rodrigo? What do you think? And, and you, I know you, you agree with the point with the fullbacks being a big part. Having fullback. You know, with Conti 21, Ricardo Rodriguez 24, with having, a, or, or sorry, Conti's 20. I'm not sure. Whatever, Conti and Ricardo Rodriguez having those guys as their fullbacks, starting fullbacks with the guys like Antonelli, Abati, the fullback too. Having those, like, Calabria, having those guys on the bench. There's so much depth there, and you need again, you need fullbacks who, even if they're not as great defensively, they have to be able to chip in offensively, and these guys can both do that. We see and we've seen this, right? So, what do you think? Them. What do you think about the, the importance of
1: fullbacks? I think they're going to be huge for us this season on both ends. You know, you like you were you were just mentioning Real Madrid and how how big how key their um, their fullbacks were last season. And you know, you look at teams like Juventus, like Dani Alves last season literally decided to tie himself. Well I, think, I believe it was against Monaco. So I think it's going to be. I think they're gonna they're gonna add a lot of help. I, you know, Rodriguez just he already he scored a goal last game. He assisted a, a goal against Bayern. He almost had a goal today. You know, he has. I don't know if he got the assist for Cutrone's goal, but he played a big part in it. And you know, when you look at how effective they can be on both ends, it's huge. The last few seasons, we've had absolutely no threats on our flanks, aside from from our wingers when we had Bonaventura and Suso and. If you when you have guys like Rodriguez and Conti making overlapping runs and oh, amazing. You know, lovely sight. And and tracking back, yeah, and and just adding a lot of energy. I think I think it's gonna be huge. Like Milan completely revolutionized the back line and that that's not only gonna gonna help in you know in, in defending and keeping clean sheets, but it's also gonna be huge in attack. You know, Rodriguez is great going forward. Conti almost scored today. He's a yeah, he just got lucky on the rebound. But I, I think they're gonna be so important. they you know, Conti was he was right the best Best fullback in in Serie A last season for a yeah. reason, mm-hmm. and Rodriguez is already showing us that you know he he can pretty much help in on on both ends. So I think they're going to be important. I think they're, they're going to be decisive, and I I honestly can't wait to for them to to, to gel more and, and to hit their hit hit top form.
0: Yeah, and it's just and just uh, honestly I was just so happy, just like just so so happy when I see like those overlapping runs and. Conti made, like, four amazing tackles. Um, yeah. Like, this pinpoint, got the ball back, she, like, won the throw and And it's just things we didn't see from DeShitlio. And, and, and you know, even Abate, like, I like Abate as, as a person. So I don't, I, 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 the I don't like as a person that much. Um, but Abate, I do. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I just... <laughs> honestly, any player who flirts with Juve for three years, honestly, is dead to me. Um... But, I don't know, it's just, yeah, just the way that, that they can contribute, honestly, it's just, it's awesome. And I just love the San Suido. every time we made a good play and everything, you hear the clapping. Yeah, I just, I love it. The atmosphere is insane. Um, and I just, the 60, 65,000 fans of San Suido on a Thursday against Cryova, a team that no one's even heard of before until now. I love it. I love how I saw in the crowd everybody was wearing the new jerseys and stuff like the jerseys this year. And I just, I love how I heard, I saw the videos of the name of like the, when they announced the lineup and, you know, the, the announcer's the first name, they said the last, right? And I just get so pumped up when I hear those videos. And and I heard them and they all know their names, even like Kellen Oglu, even though it's a hard ass name to say. And they all said it anyways. Like, it's just awesome. Awesome atmosphere. And it's like Milan's a team, it's on the rise. Like it's just so different. And I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Just seeing the fullback like that, it, just, it makes you makes you smile. That wow, like these two guys in these positions might be the most important because it, if that's yeah, right. Where it's, left, it's, that's a relax. It's, and honestly, it's,
1: it's insane how how like much they help on both ends. You
0: mm-hmm. know, you had
1: country out there with his tackles on point. Rodriguez, you know, his marking was was always very tight and and never never like. Dangerous for us yeah. in any way and then you see them going forward and you see them crossing the ball like as if they were throwing it with their hands it, it's ridiculous how, how much is gonna help and everyone else is gonna it's gonna benefit from this I wanted to touch on a little bit uh, with on uh, on Andre Silva um, I think you know when he came in that I don't know if you guys well. saw he, he had fun. a couple he had some plays where uh, you know he just shook off defenders like nothing and yeah I know Obviously he couldn't do much, you know, or he didn't really get a chance to score. But yeah, I think you know, I don't I, I know a lot of fans kinda of worry about him. when they want
0: Yeah, to I'm not sure him. why. I'm honestly like he's literally played like 60 minutes and they've all been off to bed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So I you know, I think it's good to see to see him the way we've seen him like today. You know, he he can get by defenders and he can, you know, he distributes the ball well. He's unselfish and he moves well. So I think I don't I don't I hope I hope that no that I mean obviously we're not but I hope that other fans don't lose too much faith in him. You know, he's still very very young and you know, coming from, you know, a, the Portuguese league to to Italy, it's a it's a big transition and it's going to take some time for him to to adapt, but I, th- I think he did very well today. I think he looked good. I think he, he was very involved, and uh, I hope he gets going soon. What did you guys think of, of him today?
0: Uh, Andres Silva, I think Andres Silva is going to be an amazing player, and I I've, I just remember him. I remember people talking about him when he played uh, for Porto. I remember, he's, I remember watching that. He scored a bicycle uh, last year. I remember seeing it and stuff like that. And then I have a lot of Portuguese friends too, and, and they uh, – Everybody in the Portuguese national teams in the federation, they also that he's the future of their team, um, and uh, even even uh, you know he's the future of the federation. And even Cristiano Ronaldo, before we signed him, we call apparently we called Cristiano Ronaldo and talked to him, Andre Silva. Um, how cool is that? It's pretty damn cool. Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the best players of all time, and he's telling us, sign this guy, you sign
2: him. I mean, Cristiano's um, gonna be with us next year, I'm guessing. So, I
0: think Cristiano's gonna do with us. I think he's just, I think he's Mr. X, to be honest.
2: <laughs> Why'd they take the number seven off Neon?
0: Yeah, see, like, no, no, Niang, you know
1: what I mean? that's what
0: I, yes, exactly. Niang <laughs> went to 94. <laughs> Neon went to 94, honestly, just yeah, yeah, Niang went to 94 so he can,
2: so he can buy seven. a left wing
0: for Cristiano Ronaldo, and it, it just makes so much sense. Like, Mirabelli said, Ronaldo. <laughs> We're ready to open
1: negotiations. That's it. I think I think Nyang went to 94 cuz that's going to be his FIFA rating. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. For sure. 100%. But, but no, I, I you know, I think well, going back just looking at this whole number thing, if you think about, I mean, Nyang pretty much had 7 on block. I don't think he would have I don't think he preferred 94 over 7, so I think I think they're saving that number for for someone special, which is probably going to be our, our Ronaldo. Right. I don't know if Ronaldo's yeah,
2: possible this summer. I think maybe Kate Balde might still come. I think maybe they have the seven okay. in reserve for him. Uh, another possibility could possibly be Alexis Sanchez. Uh, um but I think he's probably off to who who wants him now, Man City. Uh, yeah, I think Man City I, I,
1: I, I, I think or. Or. Maybe Barcelona. There.
0: There. Oh, Ooh, Barcelona won him
2: back. I think he might go to Barcelona. Yeah.
0: No, I think honestly, no, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is coming to us. He wants to play. He wants to play in Milano. I think. I think.
2: I think, I think maybe next year. I don't think.
0: No, he wants like, to play. I think he's gonna play with Andre Silva. Then and we're gonna have a little Ronaldo Sanchez action, a little Portuguese action. You know, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be all great. It's gonna be. That's gonna be great. Our, our left side is gonna have Ronaldo Sanchez, Ronaldo, and then it's gonna be. It's gonna be Andre Silva, and they're all gonna speak Portuguese to each other. <laughs> <laughs> all okay. this
1: positivity, man.
0: It's Paul. Po- oh, like Rocco de Milano said positivity for us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. Ronaldo, we uh, didn't we didn't we to say that we like we uh, we asked about Ronaldo or something like that.
2: Oh yeah, no, like we we asked Real Madrid about him or or um, or Jimenez about him. Like we asked somebody, and like our management has balls, man. <laughs> like. Yeah, you don't just ask for Ronaldo out of nowhere. Like You got to have yeah, some – you got to be able to make it happen to ask yeah,
0: Fesone, for him. Sona has balls for saying today, yeah, we're looking at Ibra, Falcao, uh, Aubameyang, like this – When was the last time
1: – when was the last time – when did Galliani ever no, say egg, egg, we were egg.
0: After? uncle were – Uncle Fester freaking said never expo- – no, he said 99.9%.
1: Yeah, but he never admitted, oh, we're looking at this guy, or said, oh, we're talking about this guy. He was always
2: really coy about stuff, Galliani. Yeah,
1: so I I think it's different. I I think Fasone and Mirabelli are probably our two best signings, for sure. Oh, for
0: sure. No, you know what? I always love Galliani, though, so I'll never – I don't think it's his fault. I think it was a lack of funds that kind of screwed him over.
2: I think he got lazy by the end. He would rather terminate contracts than sell people. I mean, look at, like, Fasone and Mirabelli. They're working hard to sell our dead wood. We got the We sold him for 12 million, which is 12 million more than he's worth. We sold uh <laughs> Ellie for what like 4 million? I think Kuchka cool. we sold for 6 million.
0: Who did we sell? Uh, which
2: was, uh Rodrigo Ellie.
0: Who the hell is Ellie? It's Eli, isn't it?
1: Is it Eli? I, I don't him, know. I think, it, I think it's Eli because he's Brazilian. I've, I've heard Brazilians say his name Ellie. Would you realize trash?
2: Oh, he's garbage.
1: He was, he was good last preseason. I thought he no, was do you remember? Garbage. Do
0: you remember? remember he, was he played good a good
2: preseason, no. and then he got like a red he card was, in his first he game. he got a red
0: card against saw again. and he never saw the field again. He never saw it again. He was done. <laughs> Mihalovic gave him one shot, and he screwed it. He's done.
1: But that shattered his confidence. I feel like after that, it was he, uh, I think he just uh, something. Uh, he he needed a new club, and he did. Good on loan at uh, at Alves last season.
0: So okay, so yeah, in the chat, Carlos uh, Ogiati Og- says it, it's it's Ellie. a e- 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 Yeah, Rodrigo a- e- Eli.
1: That's how
0: they say. Rodrigo a- Eli. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you Aren't you Brazi- Rodrigo? Yeah, my
1: yeah. Part my dad speaks it, so
0: that's. Well, Portuguese. Yeah. Oh, so you want Cristiano Ronaldo too? Is Portuguese? Yeah.
1: Like, honestly, well, man, it's gonna yeah. ha- it's gonna happen. <inaudible> Or, I think at some point it is. Honestly, I, I think at this point we can dream about it. If we got produced hey, out of nowhere and we're if building we, it, If
0: we want to pay $35 million in wages for all those hours.
2: Well, the thing is, I think we have to be careful with FFP. So that's why I don't think it'll happen this. We, never,
0: we, we, we don't know what FFP is. Never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it.
2: Like we're gonna make crazy revenues this year, like no doubt. It was shirt sales with ticket sales, everything like that. Because everybody wants to see us succeed again, and we, I think we are gonna succeed again. So we're gonna make a lot of like revenues and stuff, and I think we're gonna qualify for the Champions League, which will help. Well, but we're gotta, already we like
0: top four. It's, we 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 gotta get top four. We we can't be cocky and say it's it's gonna be easy because it's not. It's gonna be hard. There's so many good teams in Syria. We already at least have so we like you know, Lazio's still there. I know they lost. I don't him, think they'll, they'll get top that. four. I mean, Inter's yeah. still there. Inter's coming, they're coming. Yeah, about, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I don't
1: know about inter signings
0: though. I mean, no, inter signings are trash, like low key. Tr- I, think, high, I think actually, I was good.
1: Valero I like Valero. Was
0: Valero. Signing, I, but I, I think Valero
2: older, but
0: Vicino, yeah. how, no. does, how does Vicino yeah. upgrade anybody?
2: I mean, uh, yes. Dalbert's coming, you know what I'm saying? They increased their offer to, to 10 million plus 1 million bonuses. Their, their whole Dalbert for, for saga who, has Dalbert? been crazy, man. Dalbert? They would, they no, would apparently
0: get, apparently no, they signed him. He's done.
2: No, I think he's done. But like at the beginning of the Mercado, they were like, we'll give you 15 million for him. And they were like, we want 30, okay, no, 15 know, I million I, I, and five yeah, bonuses. I
0: said, this. I said this last episode. Oh, did you? I said that I was true, but he must've been listening. Yeah. I must, he must've been listening.
2: I, I was listening last week. I don't remember that, but I guess you yeah, probably it was said,
0: it. Like said it but was, Yeah, like it was. Yeah, it was fifty million. They wanted thirty, so it's like, okay, fifty is some bonuses. To
2: go yeah, down. that's not thirty. But yeah, they're, they're, I don't. I think the top four will be Napoli, Juve, us, and Roma yeah, in
0: right. the order. There's no way. Okay, because there's no way Napoli wins a good at. Those guys are bottling merchants. All they do is bottle. They're not going to win anything. I don't care how nice how good a football napoli plays they i don't they bottle it
2: i think they uh,
0: like, like i i, I like sadi like but like all these sadistas like like shut up like they, they play great football woohoo but what I mean, have the, they, won? they won the
2: thing they are, is they, they have, have gulam the and lineup. albiol in defense like they're not going to win anything with gulam and albiol <laughs> an upgrade
0: an upgrade i don't understand yeah.
2: like, i want them to like i want them to upgrade because i want pressure on Juve like I don't want to see Juve get another freaking Scudetto like that's not I don't want to I no
0: no no, honestly it'd probably be Roma when the Scudetto
1: supermarket I don't see I don't I don't see that I don't think I think if they hold on to Manolas,
2: I think they could
0: yeah yeah right I'm kidding supermarket
1: I think Inter I think Inter are gonna finish above Roma I I think you know no good you know they're so big okay I was was kidding no no, I was kidding
2: I was kidding. about no, Roma. Roma are good, man. If they get Mara, Roma, it's like... No,
0: Roma, no, Roma's trash. They're a, they're a supermarket. <laughs> they're a supermarket and it doesn't matter. They, Mon- Monkey literally said it himself. The joke literally writes up. We are not a supermarket. Okay, you just sell your best attacker. Okay, you sell one of your best young midfielders and you sell your starting defender, but you're not a supermarket. Okay, all right, all right, all right.
2: Hey man uh it's time for emre Moore, you know what i'm saying mr Moore, roulette oh
0: March. my god emre Moore is not even going his agent said his agent said other reports are fake
2: they,
1: they have, have, they have, that, have Bro- that kid unda
0: yeah yeah i think Juve might win the scotto again because there's no way not, no not not, not not to uh spa at home and then they'll, they'll, they know though yeah that's what they do they bottle that, that that's them. They if, literally were beating. I thought they called like two days ago, like one nothing. They were beating them one nothing, and they gave up two goals in like five minutes and lost. Like that's literally Napoli. I think if
2: Napoli, think can, if buy, Napoli can buy, buy a back nice. back center back center, back, center back, release Goulam and Albiol, I feel I feel, I think feel I think they could I think a serious challenge
0: challenge for it. it. Yeah, they, they, if if Napoli gets like Paletta and they and they buy main man Baldini, man. If Napoli buys Paletta and maybe like Nagatomo
2: from Inter think <laughs> there's coming. And Baldini is good.
1: Baldini is like,
2: like five and 5 and 3. Is
0: for yeah, it. first time he was a beauty. So. Um okay. Let's move on. I don't I don't want to talk about those poverty clubs anyways. Um <laughs> Yeah,
1: we're rich.
0: We don't rich. Yeah, we're filthy rich. We literally wipe our butt with with like 100 million euros. Anyways, with um yeah. yeah, no, Balotti's done. He's not coming. He's too expensive. Kaido's an idiot. He's too you know what? Well, I honestly now I kind of hope that Belotti only scores 15 goals next year. Same, same. that's
1: what I was gonna say.
0: He, yeah, he scores 15 goals, and uh, and then he only sells him for like 30 million euros. because He's not worth anything else. It's just kind of shitty that the that the starting striker isn't to play for Torino for the World Cup in a World Cup year.
2: I mean, if if he I mean, like performs like he did like, last, year, like, last year, like it's, yeah, but it'll be I just like he'll be good.
0: I don't. I just don't like how you know you're playing Torino in a, in a World Cup year, and you're this starting striker.
2: Jaccarini was, part of the, was the squad, part of the Euro squad, he mm-hmm. wasn't
0: he? Yeah. Huh? He Sorry.
1: Was. He was starting, he was midfield. starting midfield.
0: Yeah. I, no. Wait. Who? Jacarini? Yeah. okay, That's yeah. just Conte's kind of like. Yeah. I, don't know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. Sorry. I just read this thing on Twitter. This guy's name is Dick Pound. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, on Twitter. And Wally was Wally. lit, man. <laughs> he was, uh, he was uh, he
2: Wait, what tweeting along to our podcast, podcast. man. He was talking about like... Talking about, like well, yeah, yeah, he
0: tweeted along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's name is Dick Pound. That's his name, Dick Pound. Like Dick Pound. That's his actual name. <laughs> That's terrible. That's not real. That can't be real. I, I'll, study, I'll DM you a tweet right now. It's from. It's he's. he's in the. He's in the IOC, the Olympic Committee, Dick Pound. <laughs> Sportsnet what? just tweeted IOC's Dick Pound rips NHL for its Olympic decision. <laughs> Look <laughs> at all the replies. Yeah, man. Shout out to Walid
2: for fucking. Dick, long, uh, for, Dick, for live Dick tweeting, Pound, man. Live
0: tweeting, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Walid's a beauty. Anyways, let's move on. Um, uh, why can't we win this? Good. That's okay. Well, Paul Perotta says, "Why can't we win this?" Good. I thought you're right. But I just, I just want to be realistic, you know. I don't want to say we're going to win the scudetto in the first season. I think I
2: think we, like, I think, I think we, have like we have a realistic chance, but it might be a little, bit too, be a little bit
0: too difficult. Uh-huh. That's what I think. Roger, what do you think about that?
1: I, 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 I agree. I, like, I think we have think a we chance, can, too. And, you know, on paper, we can definitely match up against, you know, Juve and, and Napoli, Roma, all, all, those, Roma, all, all those teams all that are they're they're in the, the top. In top. But... You well know, I, I at the same time I place all this pressure on Montella and New on guys, thing and new guys. I, think, I definitely see us finishing we in, in recent championships which is, championships, which is but, goal but but um it make it lucky make, make it lucky I, I think, when, think I think when was it in was 80s, the eighties the last time that we finished at really low and then the year after or I think it was the year after like right when Berlusconi took over, we won the score something. Mm -hmm. you know history repeats itself so so we can dream about it but i don't i I I don't put all all that pressure on the team i think think finishing finishing top three top four is more realistic and it's something that we will accomplish and you know come february march if we're you know if we're at the scudetto level then we can definitely dream about it and 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 then place all our chips in that but I think just finishing in Champions League and having a good run in Europa League is its going to be a pretty successful year. And if we can win Coppa Italia, that'd be nice too. Sorry, guys, I lost my connection for a little bit. Luke,
0: are you there, dude? Yo, hello. My mic was muted. There, that's weird. Did I cut out? Yeah, you, I yeah, cut, cut out for I a little out. too.
2: No, I not yeah. I, I left. Them oh, that's bed. weird.
0: Okay, sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so did you get? Did you guys hear anything I said? Was the last thing you heard me say?
2: Um, you were responding to. Okay. Twitter okay. Or yeah.
0: Bro. So I was. Gonna, I was gonna. Before we end the episode, I was gonna list like just. Tell everybody the list of teams that Milan could uh, get could draw for the second Europa League round. And this is the teams, okay? You guys are going to laugh, though. Okay, so the first one. So we're, we're a seeded team, right? So like Everton, Fenerbahce, Bebeo, Ajax, Milan. We're all the seeded teams, right? Okay. Um, mm. These are the unseeded teams, okay? And you're going to laugh. Okay, so the first one is Metatimio from Portugal. You ever heard really? of them before? Dangerous, dangerous. Yep, I've seen okay, them next. on FIFA. <laughs> okay, next, next, Rosenberg from Norway. You
1: heard of them before? I have. They're not bad. But mm-hmm. they're not bad but mm-hmm. there should still be a little training session for. Okay,
0: them. okay, Hajduk Split. You heard of them before?
1: Oh please, no, no not them.
0: Okay, they're from Croatia. <laughs> Sheriff Tiraspol. What? You ever heard of them? It sounds like you're cussing to <laughs> they're from uh what country is that i don't even know i don't even know what that flag is uh, i'm just gonna skip that one up hold on wait i'm gonna look it up where are they from oh moldova they're from moldova
2: Oh wow! Uh, no. they—they
0: have to be the easiest hey. people in the. A a Poland
1: Ever heard of them? Uh no. I no. Think I something like that. No.
0: Yeah, they're from Cyprus, I think.
2: Oh
0: wow! Oh wow! I think they're from. No, are they from? Yeah, they're from Cyprus. Yes, they're from Cyprus. FC Alexandria. What? Okay. No? Okay. They're from Ukraine. Have anybody who's listening right now, you guys ever heard of any of these teams? I haven't. I've heard of them. I heard of like uh, the next. first
2: three or four. Next. Arrested,
1: next. Next.
0: Video. Video. Ton. Video. Ton. Oh, I've heard of them. Oh, I've heard of them. No, you haven't. swear
1: on my life, I have Are they from Hungary? Yeah, you just know cause it, because of
0: yeah, they are actually. Yeah, totally. Oh, Shit. Okay, I've heard of them. Red Star Belgrade. You've heard of that, right? I've
1: heard
2: of them too. Yeah. Isn't that where Vidic came where from? from?
0: I don't know. This is the next game. Is the next one. Uh, Skënderbeu Korçë. Oh, that's, Albanian, oh, that's team, Albanian team, man. I know it's an Albanian team. I knew you're gonna say that. Uh, next one is uh Uranus. No, Utrechtus. You, you're tracked. Utrecht. Yeah. The <laughs> oh, they're from Dutch the team? Yeah, they're Dutch. And this one is AEK Athens. Okay, we know them. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got from Austria, Reindorf Attach. <laughs> What's Okay. Attached? Okay, the next. Reindeer. Reindeer attached. Reindeer attached. AEK Larnaca from Cyprus. <laughs> this team, this team is gonna have a name. They're just called FH. What the heck's that? <laughs> from What's Iceland, that FH. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Demar Derozan, FH, <laughs> FH. Okay, all right. So uh, the next one is Vitruel Costanta. Take a wild guess from where they're from. Um, Lux- Luxembourg. No, Romania. Okay. So, we might have to do a Romanian double madness. <laughs> um, Ozizek. No idea. Any guess?
1: Uh, no? Slovakia.
0: Slovakia. No, Croatia. Vardar. Uh, no idea. Macedonia. Sund. No idea. Shikendia.
2: Shikendia? Shikendia. Yeah, Shikendia is Albanian. I think.
0: No, they're not. They're from Macedonia. Oh. Uh. Okay. Next, the last one. Seduva Bampoli
2: what? Is that a Polish yes. team? A right Polish back team? at you. No? Seduva <laughs> <laughs> S- S- S-
1: S- Marjampoli. Okay, the-, the country's up to the L Luxembourg, Lithuania. Lithuania.
0: Nope. Lithuania. Yeah, Lithuania. Jonas Valanciunas. Oh damn. So those are the, okay, So guys, for the listeners, those are the teams that we could that Milan could draw tomorrow. So honestly, from my standpoint,
2: give me the Lithuanian probably. team, dude. will
0: get I'm, like I'm, pr- I'm, probably, I'm probably looking for a nice a nice two leg affair with a uh, reindeer touch.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll have some <laughs> reindeer attached to us on the way
0: back. Yeah, no. Honestly, I like to play FH from Iceland. Imagine like Milan FH. That's it. I know, right? I know, right? Um, a team I want to avoid. Well, I've heard of Red Star Belgrade, so let's, I want to avoid them. They're probably Dees. Um, I've heard of Rosenborg, and I've heard of AEK Athens. So they're probably all D's.
2: I want to avoid Sandy <laughs> because I don't want them to get eliminated. So. so now, screw them. No, oh, man. Albanian hey, team's hey, going to hey, do well. Hey, Dude, well.
0: hey, no offense. No one gives a crap about the IC. No, the league's garbage, oh, really. Garbage. I, I, I can have. Oh, hey, oh Walid well, said that's Hagi's Romanian team. Well, screw Hagi. Legend. <laughs> um, oh, red and black are back. Nice tweet, Suzo. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's that's who we can draw tomorrow. I think the draw is at uh, eleven a.m. tomorrow, some our time, or it'd be like eight a.m. Rodrigo's time. So yeah, honestly, guys, that's basically what we wanted to talk about in the part in the in the podcast today. Uh, you know, Matt, a nice match recap: Milan three nothing. I get on uh, on Caiova. Uh, advancing in the next round of Europa League uh, in a 65,000-packed San Siro, and, and, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to end it off now. I've been talking for over an hour. But, um, you know, it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm excited to see what we draw. The first game will be in the week of August 20th. It'll be after our first Serie A game. So stay tuned for that. The Bonucci and... Uh, and be I thing that they're, they're gonna be. They're gonna be playing our first competitive match. Don't worry, if Sony said they'll be playing Montella said they'll be playing. So don't worry. Don't read those. Those guys. Do not read those silly reports. I can't stress enough. Um. So yeah, honestly, guys, we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, Mike couldn't be here today, which is sad, but he'll be here next. Next pod, hopefully. Uh, Jurgen, the co-admin, of the Milan guy. Thanks for coming out again.
2: Thank you. That
0: was Thank fun. You. And was fun. yeah, Rodri, Rodri, good friend of mine. Thanks for coming out again. We'll definitely have you on. I know you always want to be on, so.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for coming
0: out. Eh? Yeah, it's been a good episode, honestly. Like, I, there hasn't even been much Milan news lately for a, for a good podcast, but I mean, we thought it would be good for a match recap. Hey so
2: minutes, again, it's the calm uh, before the storm. Calm. We're going to light, light the Mercado, the Mercado, up, Mercado again. up
0: again. Yeah, we'll probably light the Mercado I think we'll make one or two more signings depending on the prices and what happens.
2: Um, I think three we'll signings three would three probably, three be signings be probably be the like the a striker, a winger, and then a backup, center, a backup
0: center. I don't know if we're going to sign three guys. Maybe a young player.
1: I think Renato I Benches Renato and one more striker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, maybe. But just a, just a quick thing here just before we go, and we're going to go after this. I just tweeted Locatelli Masterclass. So, he listened to the stats. So, he had 129 uh, balls played. He passed 29 passes. 117 passes completed, 93.2%. Uh, 100% uh, aerial duels. And he, he uh, won six balls back.
1: Good numbers, you know. It was a small
0: team. That's but... amazing. That's a masterclass. I know. I know it's a small team, and honestly, everything. It's a small team, so we can't say too much. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's 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 good. It's just good for a 19-year-old Locatelli to have a game like that. No, and um, good
1: to see Montella still so yeah. has faith in him to play him. So that's big. No,
0: exactly. I love Montella. I uh, I I believe I I believe in everything he does. So. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up, guys, kind of get a little boring. So thanks again, guys, for coming out. It's been good, and, you know, I'm really happy doing these podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll come back with Episode 12 in next week or the week after. Oh, wait, no. Rosenberg has Lord Bettner playing for their team. No, we want to avoid oh, no. them for sure. No. We want to avoid them for sure. He would definitely score two goals. Okay, all right, guys. Let's end it off. Right. Thanks for coming, right, coming out. Right, okay, chao ragazzi, Forza Milan.